ladies and gentlemen, this is Hollywood Mike Connolly with the double biceps. It is in the contract and legal requirement every single time we appear on camera. Welcome to the AWE podcast. The co-host, co-founder, co-breather of air, co-pilot, the the man sitting across from me at the moment. <laughs> the co-breather of air, did I say that one? <laughs> the biceps. Uh, it is the Count of Monte Cristo, oh, the king I've got of Stingham. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. I'm throwing you off here. This oh. is the Count of Monte Cristo, the master of disaster, the king of Sting, Thunderlips, the ultimate male, and it is, in fact, the winner of the Dave Stonkridge of the Year Award. There it is there, the illustrious trophy held by the illustrious man, and he's put his nomination in already for that trophy for this year. I think yep. he's the front runner. It is Dave, Dave Stockbridge, Stockbridge. True. I feel like 2023 really is my year, Hollywood, Matt Connolly. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's always a pleasure to be here and to be uh, tableside <laughs> with you. Um, uh, so, uh, so, Hollywood. Lots of news in the world of arm wrestling this week, um, yeah. as always. So uh, East versus West, uh, that was going on on uh, there in Istanbul. And uh, uh, so we'll get your, your thoughts and insights with respect to mm-hmm. EVW very, very soon. And uh, in the world of AWE, anything to update us? Uh, yeah, I mean, we're, we're very excited about the upcoming events. So we've got um, AWE2, which will be held at the Adelaide Oval, and the McGarry Room, mm. uh, which is a spectacular venue and amazing to get part of that and thank you again to well not only yourself but to Craig Ike and uh, the Diamondback Fighting Championship crew for uh, helping us with or allowing us to be part of their production for their upcoming fight as well which will take place after AWE2 so this is a this is what's exciting for me if somebody is a is a fight fan or or a sports fan in general if if they're going to be attending an arm wrestling event mm. like AWE2 they they not only get the arm wrestling they can after the arm wrestling they get the arm wrestling after pulling, but there is the, an entire MMA card that, in the same room. So, Hollywood, I think it's quite timely now that you've uh, raised raised this, uh, the value on offer. So, yeah. AWE 2 uh, will be held in conjunction with DFC, I think, 17, 18 mm, maybe. Yes, one of Let's them. Let's go with 17. Sure. Um, <laughs> you like that one? I don't know. <laughs> Which one of them? Let's go with 25. Let's yeah, just ratchet it up. One. Um, and, uh, and so uh, – if you buy tickets to AWE2, not only will you see some of the best matchups ever to occur on the continent, mm-hmm. you will also be able to hang back and take in Diamondback Fighting Championships MMA show, which extends right onto the evening. So this is an all days, all, all day event mm-hmm. for anybody who wants to partake. Now, for arm wrestling fans, you might go, oh, what, what, what do I want to hang around and watch MMA? Well, you might not want to, mm. but you just might want to after pull with Todd Hutchings, yeah. Marcus Satirai. Yeah. Uh, you might want to jump on with Mataringi, Hedda Morris, for instance, and, and just see just see what it's like to grip <laughs> up with somebody who's 165 kilos. Just see what the strongest man in New Zealand is like. <laughs> you might, might want to feel what 85 kilos of side pressure is like. You might want to grab hold of Ryan Bowen and see if yeah. you can move him. You you might want to beat Hollywood, mate. Hollywood. You probably will. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, um, amateurs welcome, obviously. So, um, the so this is the great thing. The great thing with this uh, this event, you're going to pay less than forty bucks for your ticket. You can hang around all night by the bar with all the big names, all the AWE superstars, and hang out with us all night, <laughs> overlooking the playing surface of the iconic Adelaide Oval. What a day. 
How do you like that? That's incredible. It's it's kind of amazing. For the price of a t-shirt. For the price of a t-shirt. And <laughs> and and for the extra cost of a t-shirt, you can get a t-shirt. That's so right. You, an AWE t-shirt. So uh, <laughs> which you can get if you head over to our AWE store. That's so right. uh, you can you can type in AWE store and you'll you'll find you can get the you can get the shirt, you can get the beanie and yep. no, sorry, the, the cap, uh, the trucker's cap. The hoodie as well. And the hoodie. Yes. The hoodie, the Devon Larratt inspired hoodie. Right. So uh, you've got that. Although not in green. Um, no. I think I think Devon's lawyers would been on the phone <laughs> gone in that direction but uh yeah but um uh, so big 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 event and great value for anybody that wants to be there in person now there's ringside tickets or cage side tickets because this will be held inside an isca certified cage and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. isca certifies some of the biggest uh, combat sports events anywhere in the world mm-hmm. so uh their their uh, officials officiate over UFC events for instance so yeah. uh, and some of the biggest uh, biggest uh, promotions that you you're going to see anywhere else um and uh, they uh have certified the cage and said that it's barely strong enough for <laughs> Madwaringi head of Morris um, barely strong enough um, we can't have Mataringi and Marcus Sitirai no. in the cage at the same time. That's not allowed. You won't but see the table. <laughs> <laughs> but they haven't certified that. But uh, yeah, so we, we, we've got uh, uh, we've got a great venue, a world class venue. We've got uh, some of the best athletes that you're ever likely to see. If you're in Australia, you're not going to see a big, bigger or better card, or you would never have seen a bigger better card. Um, and on top of that, um, if you want to hang around, you can watch the MMA in the background. Have an after pull with all of your favourite arm wrestlers and uh, and enjoy the night into the wee hours. That sounds like a tremendous day and a tremendous offer. Well, if anyone is interested in AWE two, it will be at July July the second here in Australia, and it, for time differences purposes, <laughs> it'll be July first Saturday night in the US. But mm. uh, yes, it will kicking be kicking off at two pm, mm-hmm. um, finishing up uh, about five thirty. Yes, and then uh, heading straight over to after pull. Yeah, which is in the same room mm-hmm. and uh, and right next to the bar, as it turns out. Oh, what a coincidence! Perfect. <laughs> we didn't plan that at all. Not at all. <laughs> but how enormous is the beast and Marcus? Right, one hundred and sixty-five kilos, one hundred and sixty-two kilos. Mm. This, I'm a hundred kilos, and I feel like I'm quite a, a, a reasonably sized person. <laughs> a degree of physicality, yeah, I would say. That's right. Yeah, one hundred and sixty-five is another person attached to me. <laughs> <laughs> It's just incredible, incredible guys, and and to have that—it's you plus Penny Godfrey. It is. It literally <laughs> is. It's insane. Um, and to have that uh, caliber of athlete competing mm. at the AWE is uh, is a tremendous uh, delight for us and privilege to have uh, these these amazing athletes come and and compete. Uh, on the AWE table. Yes, well, Mudderingi Hedda Morris has some work to do um, and uh, obviously will be coming back from his most recent bout and looking to uh, assert himself once again as the AWE Intercontinental Champion. Of course, he uh, was able to walk away with that belt across his shoulder after taking out Ryan Bowen mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. AWE 1. Now, uh, there's a lot of people that thought that was going to be a lot closer than what it was. I, Ryan yeah. Bowen's one of them. Um, Ryan was the favourite for Sure. Yeah, and 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 um, Mataringi really found another level, and um, and maybe it was the big occasion of the big venue, but you, you, you seem to, you know, champions really really perform under pressure, and uh, uh, with very short notices, um, Mataringi was able to walk away with the with the victory, and and with very little by way of pr- uh, preparation. But what a lot of people might know that. Uh, uh, that wasn't our original main event. That mm. was not meant to be our uh, intercontinental 
title fight. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and it, it was meant to be Todd Zilla. It was meant to be yeah. Todd Hutchings. It was and meant to be Chant Shaw originally. It was meant to be Chant Shaw, <laughs> but we've forgotten about that. And there was even one in between, which I'm sure one day we'll yeah. be able to discuss more fully. Um, right. But uh, right now it's, uh, it's Todd, uh, Todd Zilla. Let's say Todd Zilla. <laughs> so Todd Zilla uh, was, um, uh, was meant to be on the card and uh, last minute snowmobile <laughs> – Incident. We can't confirm that a snowmobile was involved in the snowmobile incident, but in my, I was going to say our minds. Matt wants nothing to do with it, but in my mind, there was a snowmobile. I've got a great mental image of him riding his snowmobile to his letterbox. Since you brought that up, yeah, <laughs> we, I heard, we, we did hear actually it was an activity, a pers- uh, an activity vehicle, uh, an ATV, uh, AT- all terrain, all terrain vehicle. Mm. So it's an all terrain vehicle snowmobile. Of, so this is my mom's name, and uh, so. Um, uh, but anyway, we we don't know the details, and we will have Todd on the on the podcast at some point in time to explain the incident away. So to put all our minds at rest, but uh, he's been at home resting, recovering, and building up. And uh, we got the we got the message through uh, only a matter of a couple of weeks ago, saying I'm ready. Yeah, and uh, and we're we're particularly blessed that Todd uh, had decided to. Uh, make his debut after his injury uh, with AWE2 and uh, make his way over the pond one more time and uh, uh, make some arm wrestling magic happen. And, uh, of course, he's put, pitting himself against uh, the Beast, uh, all 165 kilos of him, although he'll probably be 170 by the time he turns <laughs> up. It's getting bigger all the time. Yeah. And uh, and so uh, will a 165, 170 kilo Mataringi be enough to take on 85 kilos of side pressure. It's insane, isn't it? To, to think, I mean, Todd Zilla's got such a unique, unique style. And, it, yeah, as you, as you mentioned, it is just, I don't care what happens to my hand, I'm going sideways regardless. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Good luck stopping me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's just so incredibly strong in that movement and it's almost so unique that it's it'd be very difficult to find training partners to replicate that because mm. it's like, you know, if somebody else wants to train and they oh, just do just do side pressure and then they're, they're going to hurt themselves. Yeah. It, it's an incredibly risky technique that you need. I mean, he's had probably 40 years of conditioning to be able to get to the point where he's at at the moment where mm. he can just do that and drive sideways and, it, and his bones remain intact. But uh, for anyone else that, I mean, it's almost like going up to the side of a house and trying to push it over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, with Mataringi, literally. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, I mean, that that's exciting in itself. Uh, so that is our main event. And that is for the Intercontinental, the AWE Intercontinental belt. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have the heavyweight belt on the line. Mm-hmm. Um, Marcus Tirai versus um, uh, Gunter's Baikovs. Yeah. Um, and uh, Gunter's uh, looked so good in AWE 1, really asserted himself as Australia's number one. Mm-hmm. Um, and and yes, we've claimed him as our own now, Latvia. Sorry. Um, but he uh, keeps saying former Latvian. So. He is former Latvian. He's no longer Latvian. He's ours. Um, and, uh, but AWE, AWE champion. And, uh, of course, Marcus called him out at AWE1 and said, look, I want a piece of that action. And uh, Gunters has been kind enough to oblige him. So we're going to see 162 kilo Marcus Satirai across the table from the, the former Latvian, the former European, <laughs> the former Australian, and now AWE. Heavyweight champion, Gunters Bykovs. And that was such a, a treat to see Gunters compete in person. As it a, was. As I said, the first time I've ever seen him compete. Uh, I've been in the sport for four years and he had retired before I had started. 
And so he was popping in every now and then, you know, maybe once every six months, once a year, and you'd be like, it'd just crush everybody. But <laughs> it was like, you know, the legend of, of Gunter's and he was such a nice guy. And it was you like, did share with me a story of, of when he, he invited some of the club members uh, up to his home in the Barossa mm. uh, for a little bit of training. And yeah. All of a sudden, everybody was quite excited to test themselves against the great man, see yes. how they progressed, and how did that go? Uh, they he destroyed everybody, <laughs> <laughs> and then he was doing um, fingertip push-ups like at 125 kilos, just for reps. Just yeah, to, yeah, yeah. Oh well, I think the promo video for AWE one, he was just it was just repping out. Doing, I, I think you see like six or seven of them in the video, but I'm, I'm sure there's another dozen or so on top of that, and all just done with ease with a smile on his face. Um, um, so, uh, yeah, the, the great man, Gunters Parkhoff. So, uh, great to see him back and great to see him at the competitive table once again and uh, really privileged to have him on the AWE card and mm. um, and has, have him as a, as a member of the crew because uh, uh, to have a, an athlete of that calibre um, as your heavyweight champion uh, does tell the world that uh, the promotion overall is a, is a world-class promotion and mm. uh, really looking forward to seeing how Marcus uh, goes. Um, Marcus shows an enormous amount of promise. He certainly catapults himself into the consciousness of the arm wrestling world after AWE won and mm. um, certainly uh, earned the respect and attention of the great Devin Larratt and uh, who's uh, made mention of him on, on several occasions and uh, and of course spoken really highly of by Ryan Bowen here in Australia and so uh, Marcus continues to improve and uh, and it would be great to see how the young Tahitian goes against mm. the great Latvian. So, um, mm. yeah, so Oceania versus uh, Europe uh, for the AWE Heavyweight Championship. And yeah. um, and which way do you see that going, Hollywood? Well, this has been an interesting match uh, from a technical aspect. Uh, Marcus, is he's, he's ticked the strength box, you know, <laughs> he's filled it in even. <laughs> the strength is, is there without a doubt. The technique is the only thing I think that, that Guntis would, would really have such an advantage on and that is with his setup with his ability uh, to be strong everywhere uh i i can see that that gunters from a technical aspect would have an advantage um just, just more tools more yeah. tools in the toolkit yeah. exactly yeah and wherever the match sort of goes i feel that gunters would feel have very comfortable very uh seasoned veteran and mm. uh, it'd be interesting to see what Marcus can bring to the table in terms of whether his power, whether his strength can get him into a position where he can then, you know, really start aiming to to roll towards the pad. Uh, or if Gunters is set up and his ability to keep opponents out of their power uh, mm. is, is good enough to, to um, stop Marcus from accessing that. Mm. So it should be a, a very interesting match. Um I'd say for me, the favourite would be Gunters by a little bit, mm. only only based on the, his technical ability. So, mm. yeah, but uh, it it this is what's fun about this is you could almost say I don't really know. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. what you want that going into a big match is. I don't know who's going to win, and that's what makes it exciting. Because if it's just a whitewash, it's oh, like, yeah, 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 he's going to win it. Exactly. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's it's hard to know the answers, and uh, and that's what's so exciting about this uh, this event, AWE two. It's a, uh, uh, it's we continue to uh, answer the questions that uh, uh, arm wrestling fans have been waiting for, and. Uh, 
And so uh, AWE2 is uh, going to be a spectacular event mm. and uh, uh, we will have ticket details if you do want to be there in person available very, very soon. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. stay tight, uh, sit tight for the, that announcement and um, uh, and for those people that do want to watch the event uh, online um, who aren't able to make their way to Australia, we understand there's a lot of fans, AWE fans all around the world, well, uh, you're going to be able to tune in to the uh, athlete of your choice. Um, as long as that athlete's got more than 10,000 subscribers, uh, they will be live streaming the event. So uh, mm-hmm. uh, if, if Todd Hutchings is your favourite and you want to see how Toddzilla goes, well, tune into his channel mm-hmm. and you'll be able to see the event live. So it mm. uh, should, be, should be a great event and really looking forward to it. But mm. uh, uh, that's not all that's going on in the arm wrestling world. Of course, East versus West uh, just, uh, just happened uh, this weekend and uh, did it go as you expected? Uh, well, I don't think it, anyone was expecting Devin to lose a, a match. He's been so dominant uh, up until Levan. But, um, yeah, it was a, a lot of controversy, a lot of refereeing controversy. Mm. Um, yeah, it was it was an interesting match. Um, seeing Devin actually start to, to get tired mm. <laughs> was a first. And, yeah, it was uh, – I mean – this is this is one of those things that we keep coming back to. This is is the rule set that they're they're playing with there mm. uh, with these elbow fouls and what AWE has put in place because of being unhappy with these uh, sort of calls that are going on. Yeah, it's fans we don't like, them. and it, it's very very frustrating for the audience, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. Two guys have started a match. They're they're deep into a match. They're going back and forth. The story of that round is being told, and somebody might be headed towards victory and then, oh, stop, 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 stop. Somebody's elbow came up a millimetre yeah. <laughs> for half a second and it's like, are you serious that, that you stopped the, the so, round? So explain it? to people why that wouldn't happen in AWE. Well, we don't call those as fouls. Mm. So, yeah, the only elbow fouls that you'll get called is if you get an advantage from it. So. Uh-huh. Yeah, if if you if you obviously like hop up in the air and push yourself towards them, then that might be fouled. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But if it's something that is so microscopic and doesn't affect the outcome of the match whatsoever, mm. keep it going. Keep, keep it going. Keep it running. Don't stop that match because mm. it's not going to change the outcome. So don't like. Oh, and for matches to end on fouls, it, it's infuriating. Ugh. It's such an anti-climax, isn't it? Yes, so yes. that's our commitment to you. That will never happen in an <laughs> AWE event. <laughs> all right? right. So you're not going to have decisions by fouls. You're going to see who's the best arm wrestler. That's all right. Yeah. Start a, start a match and just let him go. Yeah. And uh, it's so frustrating. Um, this is this is half the reason why um, that we did that tournament last year, the Titans Open, with um, all straps. Like mm. everything started in a strap because I hate when people just slip yeah. deliberately. It's like if you're going out there and you know you're just going to slip. Why don't you just start in the strap? Yeah. Um, you know, and oh, well, the opponent doesn't want to. Okay, so we get a round of setting you guys up for a minute and then you both, then one of you just goes, throws yeah. your hand away. Yeah. Look, I can understand the sportsmanship to some degree. You know, it might be a strategy to wear out your opponent in the setup because you feel you've got endurance on your side and it might be a bigger opponent who's maybe more muscular is going to tire that you know that little bit more quickly. The lactic acid's going to build. Maybe that's your strategy, but 
it's not fun to watch. Oh, God, you know, no. it, it is not fun to watch. But, uh, you know, in AWE, of course, uh, uh, you know, once everybody's comfortable, away they go. That's right. You know, that's the, you know, if you don't like your setup, okay, well, if the ref's happy and your opponent's happy, away you go. Um, but, uh, and, and if you're both happy and it might not be, Technically, the, the 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 most correct start. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reality is, is that if you're both happy, the way you go, and yeah. and and you might want to start in a hook, for instance. Yeah. We even had that at AWE uh, one with uh, Lachlan Carpenter from memory. Uh, uh, it was uh, Stephen Carroll oh, and Stephen Christian Bowes. Oh, Christian Bowes. That's right. Yeah. yeah, I think they're third, third or fourth mm-hmm. round. Yeah. And uh, and so uh, yeah, started in, and they agreed. They were yeah. happy with that, and and they felt like at that stage, I think uh, Christian had uh, well and truly walked away with a win. And so, yeah. but it was a, it was a good bit of fun, and and gave uh, Stephen a, a chance to see how how would he go if he could get that position that he's most comfortable in yes. as well. So uh, it was nice, but uh, and a good bit of sportsmanship uh, on behalf of both uh, athletes in, on that occasion, mm. but. If you're comfortable, you're ready to go, away you go. Just that's start, the, that's yeah. The thing. That's the thing. If, if it, I, When I'm refereeing our super matches that we have each week at the club, and I'll, I'll say to the guys, like, you know, take your grip, and then you happy with that? Yes. Are you happy with that? Yes. Okay, wait for me to call, and I'll say go. Mm. You know, because you've said you're happy with it. you said you're happy with it. I'm happy with it. You guys yeah. are happy. Let's let's, let's go. go. Like, and, you know, maybe you're in a terrible position, yeah, <laughs> but you're happy to start there. Okay. So, so if if, if Gennady versus uh, versus Devon was to occur in AWE rules, mm-hmm. how do you think uh, the the result would have been? Well, that first round would have been different if they were in that same position. That foul wouldn't have been called. Mm. Uh, I couldn't even actually see the foul, even on watching it on super slow. Science, science is still <laughs> trying to discover the foul, but the, the ref was there in the lab. The, <laughs> the data is not, uh, not correlating. <laughs> Yeah, but oh god, I can't believe they stopped that round in that position. And oh, yeah, so uh, so that would have certainly gone. So you you feel like Devon would have been more fairly treated under the AWE rule set? I think both athletes would would be. Um, well, that's the thing is, if if you're in the middle of a round like they were, and uh, Devon was in that position, and you know he was taunting Gennady and uh, saying, "Oh, he was he was in control, complete control, and he knew it. Um, and he was going to sit there and tire Gennady out, which is what he does. Mm. Um, and he was sort of, you know, he probably could have rolled through and pinned at any point that he wanted to at that moment. Um, but he sat and he was waiting, and then obviously Gennady's trying to fight out of it, which Devin's controlling, and then they've called a foul on Devin, mm. um, which has restarted the round, and now Devin has to work all the way back there again to... And so potentially it could have changed the outcome of the match. But, mm. uh, yeah, it's, it's it's one of those things. I mean, it's... it's so it's, Devin would have won under AWE rules is what uh, I'm trying to say. I'm not saying that's that That's what sure. I'm trying to put in those words. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm trying to put in your mouth. It would have been a different match. It would have been a different match. Yeah. That's a very diplomatic way of putting it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, and probably the right way to put it too, Matthew. <laughs> that's right. uh, so, <laughs> yeah, it would have been a different style of match and you wouldn't have seen that. Maybe you would have seen Devin in that dominant position gassing out Gennady for just uh, just long enough in order for uh, the, the, to change the complexion of the rest of the matchup. Mm, absolutely. Yeah, mm. for sure. Yeah, it's, it's one of those um, those elements that, that really can affect not only the audience's perspective, like watching something and, and you know, being really into it. Imagine, like, for myself, even like watching that moment and it's like, oh, this is – and then it's, oh, mm. it's such a disappointment. 
uh, to, to restart. And is that because they're running strictly WAF rules? Is that what's going I'd on? I'd say then? so, yeah. 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 But, yeah. Um, we also had that with, uh, with Ermes, Gasparini and Levan. Yep. And I was so, so frustrated with that match uh, because for anyone who hasn't seen that, I guess if you're an arm wrestling fan, you probably would have. But um, obviously Levan was able to get his top roll position and he was rolling. He would get three quarters of the way through to the pad um, and Ermi's wrist was completely flopped back. He'd mm. lost his hand completely, but he was able to hold on in that position, and then he was able to defend long enough and then to start trying to bring it back. Mm. And as, as soon as he would start bringing it back, Levan would lift his elbow yeah, and get an elbow foul restart. And mm. it's like, this is not how this is supposed to go. And it's real professional fouls in that, 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 uh, in that case, isn't it? And uh, so you're using fouls for your own benefit, um, which uh, I guess, you know, that's what the rules are for. You know, you play by the rules. Everybody's got the same rule set, but is that good sportsmanship? Is it good for the viewer? Is it good for the sponsors? Is it good for the uh, the public? Um, is it good for arm wrestling? I guess that that's the thing because I, I think some some of the things that might might be lost in some of the uh, major promotions is that long term the growth of the sport depends on how many eyeballs are on it, and if you're going to be running micro fouls, watch the viewership drop away. Yeah, that's right. You know, if if you're looking for arm wrestling to is to really take off and to become a mainstream sport, then point out to me another professional endeavour <laughs> that is that where the referees exert so much influence over the result um, yeah. and the outcome and the watchability of the sport. Mm-hmm. You don't see that in football. I mean, on occasions you see a, a few bad decisions made by an umpire, a referee that might you know change a moment or something like that. You, you might. But it's certainly not the rule of thumb, mm-hmm. um, whereas increasingly in these WAF-sanctioned events or where they abide by the rule set, that's what you're seeing. And it's, I, in my firm opinion, I don't believe it's good for arm wrestling. Mm. Now, there might be an argument that I'm a purist and uh, I, I want to see it. I want to see the sport played by you know, the letter of the law and, uh, uh, and that's great and that might be you. But and I, I reckon that's a niche and I reckon that's you're an out liar in respect to wanting to see the sport play out that mm-hmm, way mm-hmm. and um and for you know pe- people in the uh in the anglosphere i guess you'd say who, uh, who who would know the sport cricket you'd have got the various forms of the game and uh you've got the long form of the game which is played over five days I mean, mm-hmm. what other sport has played over five no, days i think that's probably the only one yeah <laughs> so you've got five days so you've really got to be interested if you're a fan <laughs> to to stay interested for five days yeah and then you've got the one day cricket which is of course as, as the name would suggest played over uh, six days <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, you've got uh, 2020 cricket which by far and away is the most watched form of the game because it's all done and dusted within two or three hours uh there's uh, Everything that a fan of the sport wants to see. So you've got the fastest bowlers, you've got the the biggest hitters, um, you've got um, you've got all of the pageantry, all of the excitement of the sport, all wrapped up in a real easy to consume format um, that uh, is now bringing people back to the sport that you know uh, that a lot of people moved away from. Yeah, um, arm wrestling needs to be really conscious that uh, arm wrestling is a uh, the sport of arm wrestling needs to be very conscious that what people cared about 10, 15, 20 years ago in terms of the rules does not translate in 2023 mm-hmm. to bigger viewership mm-hmm. and more sponsorship 
and does not make the sport any more watchable. Exactly. No, you're, you hit the nail on the head there. I mean, you look at something as, as silly as, as slap fighting, uh, for an example of something that's just completely ridiculous in my opinion. Uh, oh, and that, that's been slapping the Dave Stockbridge of the Year Award <laughs> across the room. <laughs> <laughs> you you were angry about that? You like slap? I, fighting, I just yeah. got angry when I heard slap. Right. Yeah, oh, yes, yeah, slap. Very it. frustrating. <laughs> you all right though? Yeah, it's yeah. he's good. Yep, he's, he's, he's all good. Awesome. He's, it's indestructible that trophy. Yes, it's made of twenty four carat plastic, plastic gold, <laughs> plastic coloured gold. Absolutely. Um, but you know something as, as ridiculous as slap fighting and how, how stupid it is. It is. It has a tremendous viewership because it's entertaining. As stupid as slapping a trophy? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah, stupid, but it's it's because it's you, you get to go on that journey and mm-hmm. it's done and dusted. Yes, and so it's right there. What what's the thing? What does he do? He slaps him in the face. Oh, mm, and if he if he can keep going, then he slaps him in the face. It's so easy to I've understand. Got a, I've got it. Yeah. I'm, I'm in five um, seconds. You understood. Yeah, uh, and away you go. But um, you know, it, and 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 it's having a. To my frustration, enormous success. Yes. But uh, yeah, it, when you look at arm wrestling, it should be the same story. Well, what are you trying to do? I'm trying to pin his arm. He's trying to pin mine. That's it. So they say go, and then that's what happens. And but then you know you, when you go oh, and they get stop and restart. Well, what what happened? What happened? Mm. No one got pinned. Oh, they've got to restart because he's. He's almost slightly lifting up a little. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, you've got to keep your elbow on the pad. Oh, mm. okay, right. Next round, yeah. oh, their hands come apart. Oh, what happened then? Oh, they've got to now be strapped together. <laughs> it's like, there's all these little. Why didn't they start that way? Yeah. Well, because. Well, you can... yeah, back in 1743. When... <laughs> <laughs> so, what you got with, uh, with WAF is you've, you've just got a bunch of guys that got into a room at some point at 30 years ago and said, this is the rules. And so you've got adherence to that and you've got people that think that's gospel and don't want to deviate at all and they're traditionalists and that's fine. But I don't think that's where the growth of the sport will be ultimately and uh, and I think if, if um, arm wrestling is going to be a sport that's fueled by people that aren't, aren't wrestling fans right now. So they're turning to the sport and they most people's, I guess, gateway to arm wrestling is going to be through YouTube, what they see on YouTube, a lot of crossover um um, a lot of crossover between people that are consuming, say, Larry Wills is a great example. Larry Wills' content because mm-hmm. they're into bodybuilding, strength training, powerlifting, and then all of a sudden Larry Wills is arm wrestling. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so it opens up that whole new gateway. And we, we uh, um, Juji the same. You know, So you've got these influences where there's huge crossover effect. Now, for the people that have come over as a result of seeing some of these people cross over from other disciplines and into arm wrestling and then discover Devon Larratt before you know it, you know, Ryan Bowen and then you're, you're in the world, you're stuck, you're stuck in the world of arm wrestling. Those people are the ones that aren't going to be falling in love with WAF rules mm-hmm. competition. Oh, yeah. Um, and, um, and why? Because they're, initially they're not, they're, they're not purists. And initially, they're just fans, and and what a fans want, they they want to show. Mm-hmm, they, mm-hmm. they they want to they want to see the best man win. And when there's any kind of um, when there's any intimation that maybe the best man isn't winning or yeah. or didn't walk away with the victory, or that uh, you know was somehow stopped, or that it was a third party involvement that hindered true justice taking place on the table, that's where you start to lose people. Oh yeah. 
And uh, before you know it, people go, why would I be vested in this athlete who I thought would have otherwise won who ends up losing because a ref is called a microfoul or sometimes it's not even immediately evident what's going on, yeah. you know. Um, and, um, and of course, you know, we, we saw the whole debacle on East versus West with uh, Michael Todd protesting um, – uh, on several occasions, and uh, you, you don't find that in other professional sports, where where an athlete feels they've got to go to to those lengths in order to <laughs> to the audience, to, yeah, to the audience <laughs> appealing to anybody in in the in the room, um, and and I guess uh, that's where um, and in some part that's AWE's um, uh, inspiration, um, seeing that moment and seeing uh, uh, Michael Todd's frustration in in that moment, it's like, well, we can circumvent that. Really easy to do, instant replay, uh, an official who doesn't have a dog in the game, he's not caught up in the moment, mm-hmm. who's external of the event, who can look in objectively, make a call based on the replay mm-hmm. and from what they've seen cage side and then say, yep, that's it. And then there's no further argument. Mm-hmm. It's been given due consideration. Uh, the ref gets some input uh, but ultimately it's left up to – the match umpire who will adjudicate and the call is made and then you get two of those in your match and if you use two of them and you lose two of them, too bad. If you get a win, uh, for instance, you, you, you might protest a, a foul and uh, you're right, for instance. Well, you had two chances. You still get to keep those two chances. So, mm-hmm. uh, But if you, that's to stop the athletes from making frivolous, uh, frivolous uh, charges. You know, mm-hmm. So essentially what we're... What we've tried to be able to do is build into the adjudication process fairness, transparency and the opportunity for the athlete to have some degree of input but not to be in control of the match and for the referees not to be in control of the match either. Um, And from my observations, AWE won. Uh, That was probably done better in AWE won than what has been done in East versus West and King of the Table so far. Yeah, absolutely. And it was was – Instant. I mean, the, the soon as they called for a replay, uh, yep, no worries. And we said in the microphone, obviously the production crew can hear what the commentators are saying. They're calling for a replay, and the replay was right there. And it was well, it was me that was making the decision, but <laughs> uh, I was able to to watch that footage back and make a judgment call within you know fifteen seconds of having said, "Hey, we'd like to see the replay." And it was nice and slow mo, and everything was right there. Um, it was even faster than the, the referees could get out the cage and mm. come around to watch it as well. And by the time they got there, it was, you know, which is a, a, a five-metre walk. Yeah. <laughs> it's already been, it's like, yeah, no, it's, it was it was an elbow foul. Yeah, restart it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> which is great. And, and for the athlete that's uh, in that position, um, not only are they not being able to use that as a potential way to try to recover, you mm. know, where it's like it takes six minutes or seven minutes to get this replay or whatever. Oh, I'm feeling a bit gassed. Oh, uh, can we get a replay on that last? You know? <laughs> uh, That's uh, right. And then, you know, whereas it's like uh, as soon as that, that call was made, it was, and we had Jamie Barrett who made a call. Um, he thought that Hamza Hodgik had away fouled, which he turned out that he had. Um, and, yeah, it was – he made the call, and I think within a minute they were back on for the next round. So mm. yeah, it uh, it worked very very well, and uh, what a what a amazing ability to to add those things. So what we're trying to do with the AWE AWE is finding the elements that 
aren't working mm. and, and try to fix them and make them better. Indeed. And that's what the AWE is all about. So, uh, well, not all of it. I mean, it's mm. some of it. But, you know, we, we want a fairer, better better system. We want, the athletes, matches, yeah. we want the athletes to walk away feeling that they, they, they've uh, they've had every chance of a victory, um, they've, that they've had latitude, flexibility, input, but ultimately – um, happy to leave the the decision in the hands of the experts, and then we can move on in a, in a very sportsmanlike manner. Absolutely, yeah, and, for sure. And head to after pool and have that's fun. right. And so, have a uh, beer with Toddzilla while you're getting destroyed. Indeed. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, again, uh, final time, I guess, uh, uh, for this podcast though. Uh, AWE two. It's at the Adelaide Oval. Uh, you can get tickets now. Maybe not now. Soon. Maybe by the time you're listening to this, you can. <laughs> but sometime in the next few days, we're going to have a link available for you so you can book your ticket now. Um, then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when it's when it's up. It would be up when soon, very soon. It'll be available. Uh, so you can head over, uh, you can get your tickets um, and uh, be there in person and be part of the after pool um, and, uh, and of course, enjoy uh, Australia's premier uh, mixed martial arts event as well. Um, but you can do all of that in the one location or, of course, you can tune in via the pay-per-view. Uh, so thank you very much, Hollywood, Matt Collins. Thank you. Thank you to the viewers. We'll give you one last double bicep there. Not sure. Uh, there we go. And we've got our most muscular from the Mr. Stockbridge over there too. Fantastic. He's going to burst out that shirt, I think. <laughs> All right.